another episode of the In Real Deep podcast. I'm your host, Steve Semino, senior writer at InRealDeep.com. And with me, as always, is executive editor Andrew Johnson. Hello, Andrew. Mm, greetings. Greetings, my friend. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome, everyone who's listening. It has been a very, very long <laughs> reprieve. We took a little break. Life- Summer break. <laughs> Summer break, yeah. That's when all the movie blogs take their breaks, right? Is that yeah, what right. <laughs> yeah no, the, no movie news happens in the No, state. nothing's going on. Nothing to see here, folks. Just a nice, quiet summer. But we're back, and we're back for one of our best reasons on the Unreal Deep podcast, which is to yell about stuff. We, <laughs> Andrew woke me up. This, you didn't wake me up with this, but I woke up to an Andrew text this morning, which I could not believe to be true. And then when I logged on to check my sites, I saw that he was not lying. And I was, I was disgusted and surprised, and I instantly knew that we had to hop on the podcast and, and record tonight. Can I read you the text message out, out yeah, loud? Of course, please do. Uh, adding a category for achievement in popular film, LOL. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> that was enough to get my blood boiling or at least get my ire up for sure. So, uh, if you haven't heard yeah. about this yet, that's why we. If you haven't emergency, heard, emergency podcast. Yes, that's why we established this emergency podcast. This special record is the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences announced this morning that they will add a new category, I think effective next year, in 2019, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for an outstanding achievement in popular film. <laughs> Eligibility requirements and other key details will be forthcoming. Mm-hmm. So that's good. So they, they sprung this on the world and then provided no background or additional information on what any of it means. But what we do know for sure is that there will be a new category at the 2019 Academy Awards. And it will be, I, I, that's what we're here to talk about. I guess trying to figure out <laughs> what this is going to be, how it affects the, the Oscars in general, what nerds like us think, and what regular folks think. But before we get too deep, let's talk about beverage of choice. Andrew, this this news goes down with a tall, cold one. What are you yeah. enjoying at this current moment? I don't know if mine's tall enough. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a three-stars brewing peppercorn saison, so a little taste of... Uh, one of your former homes there, Steve. That's right. Yeah, that's a fine product. I like they have great packaging as well. I'm always always a big fan of that. It's very uh, Dia de los Muertos. Or as I point point to Anna and I say, look, Coco. <laughs> <laughs> she loves it. Does she like Coco? Oh, she loves Coco. Come uh, on. Loves the music. You got to yeah. get her on the podcast to talk about Coco and Incredibles and all of her favorite and, Mo- and Moana, all of her faves. She's, you know, she's bilingual, so it helps too. There, so. <laughs> That's great. Smarter than I am already. That's amazing. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> well, I'm enjoying the Sam Adams New England IPA. It's not the Rebel IPA. They, I believe they've <clears> either rebranded or just released another IPA, but it came in a very tall can and it was $6 for four of them. And I used to live in Boston and I figured, why not? And I'm in, it's actually goes down pretty smooth it's got a good color to it it's got a good taste so for six bucks i i i highly recommend so good job sam adams you put out a decent product despite all the shit you get so yeah send us send us 24 packs we keep trying no one ever sends us anything it's almost like have, no one, it's almost like they're not listening and they don't know yeah but that we have literally 11 people on our email list <laughs> so we've got a big audience and we get hundreds of downloads for these things too sometimes so it's not like they, they could be listening they just probably aren't Probably not. Probably not. But let's get back to why we're here, Andrew. So let's. There were a couple other announcements today. Um, yeah. Let's talk briefly about the one that really matters. 
beyond this is that the Oscars are committed to a three-hour telecast this coming year as well. Doesn't Obviously, they can't guarantee that in any way, shape, or form. They probably were committed to a three-hour telecast previously and just never came close to it. But now they've, they've basically said that they're going to announce some of the lesser awards, some of the more, I guess, fringy or less popular awards during commercial breaks to the live audience. So I don't know. I don't. I, I think it's fine. I think the Oscars are entertainment. I think you know. I, I know out here on the West Coast, it's a little. E- it's easier because they end at you know dinner time yeah. and you can resume your life. For you, I, I imagine you have some thoughts on this, but at least you'll be able to go to bed at a more reasonable hour next year. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm of two minds. One is that it. It's you know, the length of the broadcast is kind of ridiculous. It always is. It goes too long. Um, the other is, you know, I, I feel like a little bad for the, the like sound mixers and sound editors and whoever else are going to get sort of like short shrift in this, lose their moment in the spotlight. Plus I also, I always like seeing kind of like the weirdos that do that stuff. Um, <laughs> they do have the best haircuts. And, you know, I, I guess I wish in, yeah, I, I guess I wish in general people had more sort of appreciation and understanding of all the pieces of what uh, make a film, because all of those pieces, all of those pieces are important, even though they seem sort of obscure and and, and, and narrow and, and unimportant. Um, like everything, every, every category, well, most of the categories, at least like they're all key parts to what makes a, a film actually great. So that's bad, but I don't like. I don't really care. I guess they're going to show those. They're still going to show those people like in a montage, sort of later in the broadcast. So like, which they already do for some of the like the lifetime achievement awards and stuff like that. So I mean, that's fine. I guess I I, I think you know some of those unscripted moments are kind of what you end up remembering. So I'm not sure about the wisdom of it uh, necessarily, but you know, I guess I'm okay with it. I don't. I just don't know like how many people how many people this is really gonna hold on to because I kind of feel like for most people the Oscars are something you kind of like check in at the beginning, check in later, you change the channel, like all that stuff. Um, so I'm not sure how many people are actually sitting there besides people like us watching all four hours or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I think this this is a good segue into the, into the what we just discussed previously as well, though, is I feel like they are making all of these moves to entice people to come back or maintain who they already have or appeal to people who are not even watching at all. But I don't think those people exist. I think they're yeah. barking up a, a wrong tree. I think that yeah, I think, you know, if, if you're watching the Oscars at this point, you have a reason to be there. You're not just stumbling upon them. You're not going to come back because they shave in half hour and off. You're certainly not going to come back or, or join up now because they announce a new award that has no history or context or anything. It just, they, they seem like news grabby attempts at, at swaying new fans when I, I just don't, I, I, the effort is can be applauded in some cases. In some, some cases, I think is really misguided and lame and makes them just look like they're trying to be cool. Like, you know, Steve Buscemi and the, Steve Buscemi in the head backwards hat saying, hello, fellow teens, you know, <laughs> like, it's just not, I just don't, I, I don't think they can ever be cool or appeal to more people than they already appeal to. And I don't think these efforts they're making right now are going to make any difference. Yeah. And I mean, like, let's be honest. Uh, like, I think a lot of the people who tune in to watch the Oscars are not like, I would venture to guess that like, you know, a large, a majority, a, 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 perhaps a significant majority of people who tune in, uh, don't aren't really wouldn't consider themselves cinephiles at all. I, I think 
I mean, the, one of the biggest reasons people tune in is literally to see celebrities dressed up glamorously, you know? So like, who, who is this really, who is, who are these changing, all of these changes collectively really appealing toward? I don't, I guess, I guess getting the weirdo sound mixer off the screen for a little bit is probably <laughs> good in that context, but none of those seem, it just seems out of touch with the way people actually consume this, this show. Well, we'll see immediate proof of this in either direction because this is happening, as we noted, uh, next year. And I, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with this outstanding achievement in popular film. I don't <laughs> understand what – it just sounds stupid. It's It yeah. doesn't mean anything. What is popular film? Like, I think that's just a really horrible way to put it. I, I mean, I, I don't understand – like, I don't know – you and I were talking a little bit before we got on here. That this, the, In all likelihood, this is going to eliminate any of the very small incremental gains they've made in recent years where successful films are – you know, not written off for being successful. And in some ways, their success seems to lightly amplify their case to be one of the movies that cracks the best picture. Now, all of a sudden, if there's a category in which you can place them and, and give them the attaboy pat on the back, is that going to hurt their chances to get best picture? To get, Are they going to have their moment in the sun in this arbitrarily created category that has no real weight to it? I mean, it seems like there's a strong case that it will. That will be the case. Yeah, I just don't get this, honestly. I mean, I so like they haven't announced any details. So like from a practical perspective, I assume that they're gonna do either one of two things or both of them together, which is to set a limit or a a a, a floor, I guess I should say, for like the number of screens that the movie has been viewed on in the U.S. That would be one way to establish it as popular. You know, it was if it was seen in a thousand screens and you know a lot of people in the u.s would have had a chance to see it and the second thing would be to use box office figures um to again you know put sort of a, a cutoff line so okay that's fine but i think that just is one kind of solving a problem that maybe isn't there uh or if it is even solving the problem it's 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 gonna end up making it worse so like i think the problem is that you know um popcorn popular films i just laugh every time i blurt that out uh <laughs> it's like because every honestly like everything that gets the attention of the oscars is popular to some degree um like that's the whole point of it um even like an, an independent film like moonlight that wins was still you know seen by quite a few people but anyway like i it's it's like last year we had probably the second and third place movies um, in the voting, Dunkirk and Get Out were huge box office successes. Um, you know, and and so like, let's not pretend like they're not getting in there. Um, you know, uh, and 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 then you know, paying like, and then I think there's the other potential here is that they're they're, they're creating a a problem and, and further sort of isolating three genres of film that already have a really hard time getting a fair shake in that best picture race, which is the comic book movie, um, the horror movie and comedies like those just have a harder time. I'm going to throw out animated films because they've kind of already got this problem, but they're, they would, I would include them in there as well. Like what I think this category is going to do is further isolate those. I think ultimately over time and the animated category shows this, 
the academy is going to say, oh, well, we can, we have a whole category for them. We don't need to consider them for um, for for best picture. Um, and and I think that's what's going to happen here. I think in a weird way, Black Panther, which everyone was talking about as potential best picture nominee already this year, and now probably has a slightly worse chance of even being nominated in the best picture category, which seems like. Uh, you think you think um oscar's so white was a problem like let's 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 get there when that happens you know i think there's going to be even more outreach so they they're either i'm not sure whether they're the academy is solving a problem that it doesn't have or creating a whole new problem for itself but it's it's one of those two it's certainly not actually solving anything that's real i mean there's there were conspiracy theories that's a strong word but there were there were thoughts about how you know disney owns abc and marvel and <laughs> disney you know said hey academy you're on abc maybe you know make this a little more you know splashy and fun and like i don't know if it was the obviously if marvel st- there, there's going to be a time where marvel is less beloved and it's not going to be so specifically pointed towards them but that's the obvious one to fall back on right now is a very very good marvel movie is not very likely to get a best picture nomination right. so this will allow movies like that as you noted to have a better chance at holding up a statue but it, it's i think it further shines a light on how you know, it, it, this is all sort of made-up bullshit, you know? Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's historical made-up bullshit. We've talked about yeah. this before. But it's stuff that we're just... We're, when you throw awards at everybody, when you create new awards, when you sort of do away with historical precedent and just say, well, this is also important now, it makes, it all, it makes us all step back and go, wait a second, like, this is all just shit someone cooked up a while ago and now we've all it's baked into our consciousness and we accept it as reality and important and something that matters but you can dilute that pretty easily by tinkering with it you know by by changing the rules by adding new things like it's, it happens in sports all the time with stats stats become less mean you know more meaningless at a certain point because the game changes and usually they find new stats that are then meaningful or they find ways to compare the two but with movies beyond you know box office totals and stuff it's very hard it, it's, it's it's a very subjective thing it's in it, and, and the oscars were a sort of way to make it objective for a little while that's that's going out the window in a lot of ways due to dwindling interest due and due to stuff like this like it just they don't carry the weight they used to and the more they tinker with the system and you know and aim for the entertainment value or whatever this popular film category is going to be you know adding new fans placating angry ones whatever it's just going to make it look more and more trivial and more and more like what it is, which is a bunch of Hollywood insiders deciding that this movie is the most appealing one for X, Y, Z reason. Like that's really what it's always been. But I know in the seventies and eighties, it carried some weight. And I wonder how much weight it's going to carry in a decade. Is it just going to be another, is it just going to be something that happens? Like, is just going to be about spectacle? And, you know, as a movie fan, that that's a sort of sad thought because it was nice to at least, you know, have it be a thing that was worth debating and discussing. The more this happens, the less likely I'm going to care to the point to debate it the other way. Yeah. And I, I think the other thing that sort of st- struck me is, um, uh, 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 you know, I work in marketing now. It's, it's been a while since Steve and I worked together, so I've, I've not switched careers, but I, I in a different discipline. And um, there's a classic book from like the 80s by uh, these two guys who worked in advertising called Positioning. And what this struck me as, uh, there's a whole section in, in that book um, 
uh, about what what they call the line extension trap, which is going from Budweiser to Bud Light, or um, or and that's just one example. Uh, you know, basically saying we're going to stick our name on something that's really different and really going after a different market. Um, and I just, I, you know, we sort of talked about this before we got on here. Like, I just don't think this is going to win over. Like, the the whole spurring of this is probably also motivated by the declining ratings. Like, who is going to turn into the Oscars now? What? How many fans were there sitting home going, I would really watch the Oscars if they just put my favorite superhero movie up there toward the end of the show and have a category for it? Like, I just don't, I don't believe. What I what I think they're doing is turning is adding a category that's from the MTV Movie Awards, which is totally <laughs> unnecessary. There's already a show for that called the MTV Movie Awards. Like if that's what you're interested in, go watch the MTV Movie Awards. Um, you'll see so best I, kiss. You'll see best on screen duo. You'll see everything you want. Yeah, if you want fluffy and fun, like that's the show for you. Like the Oscars isn't doesn't need to be that. And and actually, what I think it does is sort of. Uh, it, it sort of alienates uh, or con- or at, at worst alienates or at, at sort of best confuses like the core people who actually turn tune in, which is like, I like you, like you're kind of getting at, like I already was pretty unclear on what like an Oscar, a best picture Oscar winner is. And now I'm just like even more unclear, um, you know, and I'll just close with one other thought. I pulled up the list of, you know, best picture winners and, and, I, I'm of the opinion that some of this stuff is just kind of ebbs and flows. So, you know, 20 years ago, um, the, the, let me read you some of the some of the best picture win- winners between 1997 and 2003. Titanic, Shakespeare in Love, American Beauty, Gladiator, A Beautiful Mind, Chicago, and Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Now, like four of those movies were like massive movies that even today would be like huge blockbusters. So, again, what problem are we solving here? You know, that wasn't that long ago. And, um, you know, movies like this continue to get to get nominated. So, um, in fact, you know, probably more of them do because they've expanded the category to nine, you know, to or up to ten, up to ten nominees. So, like, again. You know, what problem are we solving here? Who is this for? That's what I'm just not I'm just not clear on. And I just I, I just laugh again at the phrase best achieve, achievement in popular film. Like that's literally what the whole Oscars is. Like it's <laughs> it's not like French silent films that, that that are being nominated here, except for the artists a couple of years ago. But well, it's, it's, uh, at this point, it does sort of it. So, so are the are the best picture nominees now unpopular, or you know, yeah, is that is that how we're regard? Like you said, yeah. like yeah. let's say two million people saw Moonlight. That's not nobody. It's not like there are movies that ten thousand people see, and that you know. So and, and and more than two. Ultimately, you know, Moonlight is seen by tens of millions at the end of the day. So it's it, yeah. And, and now there's there's going to be this weird shadow cast over the best picture. Now, now it's going to be is it just going to be art films? Like I love a good art film. Uh, usually they you know don't pack our top tens on in real deep, but they come close because those are argue you know great great movies. But there are other popcorn movies that we love with all of our hearts too. Like look through my DVD collection, look through my Netflix list. Like I've got a ton of bullshit there. I love Armageddon is one of my favorite movies. You know, like there are there's room for everything, and not of all my best picture winners, but we can't we can't put everything into its own genre. 
genre to to the extent or the, our own classification system until we all till our heads explode. I don't think that's a solution. This seems to be treating it as such. And yeah, it's just I I don't know what the outcome is for this. I just hope that they. You, you touched on this, and I'm sure they'll do it. I hope that they at least really clearly outline what they mean by popular film. It's still We're still going to make fun of it no matter what it is. We're going to say this is stupid. This is you just some shit you made up. If it's if it's top 10 box office grosses, why not top 20? Like, there's going to be – we're going to be able to poke holes in it until the world ends. But – at least then we can say, okay, these are the rules. This is the dumb show. You and I are already already going to shit on it no matter what. At least <laughs> now, let's just let's operate within the new boundaries they've created. But it'll still, like I said, it'll still dilute it. It'll still be, it's it's catering to the wrong whims, the wrong idea of what people want to see. And I think ultimately, I sort of hope they suffer for it. I, I don't root for the Oscars to get yeah. lower ratings, but now I kind of do, so they can realize that they're all stupid and they made a bad choice. I mean, this is just a worthless category. Sorry, I'm looking at now at the like the nominees, even from last year. You know, The Shape of Water was not an obscure film. A lot of people saw that movie. It, My it didn't do. My father saw The Shape of Water in theaters with me, and he's yeah. not. You know, he's not really the most. Uh, he doesn't just see shit up for no reason. You know. Uh, of the list of the nine nominees, only really "Call Me by Your Name" and "Phantom Thread" are what I would classify in sort of like the art house, you know, category, you know, that were much more obscure, probably harder to find. The rest are like Darkest Hour, historical drama, Dunkirk, historical drama, huge blockbuster. A lot of people saw that. Get Out, buzzworthy horror movie, Lady Bird, very well-reviewed comedy. A lot of people saw that. The Post, a Spielberg movie, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri got a lot of, you know, buzz better or worse. Um, even the year before, like Arrival, um, Hacksaw Ridge war movie, you know, by Mel Gibson, La La Land. A lot of people saw that, you know, like it's what, again, what problem are we actually solving for here? Are, are, is the shape of water or darkest hour? Are those not popular films? So I, yeah, I, I will have to convene an emergency podcast to skewer them further when they, (laughs) um, when they, when they announce the sort of qualification, um, categories for, for this, this, this new, abomination but yeah it's just i will say one thing that i'm curious to get your take on this when i'm writing a review of a pot you know of a we'll say a blockbuster because i don't want to use their terminology now and starts i don't want to say anything's popular anymore when i'm reviewing a blockbuster i will i will often call that a movie and not a film um or i will use the two interchangeably you know obviously when you're writing you don't want to say the same word over and over again so right. I, I vacillate between the two sometimes i definitely lean more towards movie when i'm reviewing a art film i will almost always call it a film and i usually won't call that a movie i don't know yeah. I, but obviously we are just two random dudes who run a movie blog and have a podcast like our, our opinion doesn't mean much so i i, I my, my point is just that i do think that we all do draw distinctions between you know not we all but movie fans draw a distinction between a movie and a film sometimes but i don't think that needs to be you know chiseled into stone in any sort of way whether it's by us whether it's by the academy i don't think anyone has the right to decide what is what this is going to set up a 
silly sort of system in which that becomes the case. And that seems to the detriment of moviegoers as well. That all of a sudden, can you discredit somebody because all they see is popular movies? And they don't see, like, you know, all the, like, are we now going to cast dispersions in our casual time about what is what is deserving of this and what is not? Like, I just think setting up categories, just a whole wealth of negative possibilities can emerge as a result. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I use movie and film completely intercha- interchangeably. I try to use film more, generally speaking. But, um, but I, I just – none of the movies that – no, I wouldn't say none – 99% of the movies that you and I write about on our blog are not, are, are, <laughs> they may not play on a lot of screens, but they are geared towards a popular audience, like finding popular popularity. You know, mm-hmm. they're not, I think that's what defines a movie really is that it's, it's made for a, uh, a, a, a popular broad audience for consumer consumption. It's not a piece. It's not a piece of art. It's not, um, it's not, you know, I, obviously all all movies sort of toe the line between commerce and art, you know, but but anything that's really up for serious consideration for an Oscar, there's some there's some component of commerce in that in what in what it was made. You know, it, if it was a experimental, you know, f- film with no plot and no storyline and that followed none of the conventions of of popular film. And I'm using that in the sense of like. <laughs> films that most people would go to see like then everything that the oscars covers is popular film yep. even call me by your name is a popular film in that sense of the word it is made with commerce in mind i'm sorry like <laughs> you know these are, uh, we <laughs> no you're right there's there's budget balancing and all that kind of stuff going into play but they know what they, they don't these companies don't just release movies for shits and giggles they do them because you make it for five you can Hopefully you bring back in seven or eight and you make a little tidy profit and you move on to the next one. Like that's a small scale movie. That's still their goal. They're not just putting things into the ether and letting the, you know, the market dictate itself. They, they're trying to hit a, whether it's a small audience or a large audience, they're trying to hit as much of it as they can and, and make a profit. And you're right. Like if there was a movie that was made with no commercial intentions in mind, it wouldn't be released by a theater that had enough clout to get into Oscar conversation in the first place. So, I mean, yeah. Well, that's literally the definite like to qualify for the Oscars, your film has to play in one US theater before the end of the year. So, if a theater literally won't play like a theater actually put it on a screen, then usually they try to sell tickets for that. So, <laughs> it's someone I mean, thought if it you might made have one a screen, to be you're going to make at least a couple hundred yeah. and then you're going to make a couple yeah. hundred thousand dollars and then it just sort of goes from there. So, yeah, I think yeah. this again. We're 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 putting these class these these. You were trying to quantify these things and and assign labels and the, the the arbitrary is the only word I keep coming back to. Is this is all fucking arbitrary? It already was arbitrary. Now it seems even more arbitrary. And they're gonna have to release a a bulleted list of what this all means. And they're gonna have to sort of clarify what best picture means too. How does this impact animated? Like, there's just all these dumb questions they're gonna have to answer now. And I just don't know what what benefit it serves. And I don't, I mean, I, that's full stop. I don't know what benefit it serves. And I, I hope well, we see, we, we see that in some sort of uh, quantifiable data after the fact. So we can all nod and go, yep, there you go. I, I think the only other thing I'd add is like, if, if you're going to take this step, you might as well take 
the next logical step. I mean, we already have best animated picture, right? Um, why not just do away with the best picture category entirely or leave it there, but have it be sort of the best of the best, but then also do best comedy, best horror, do a bunch of genre things like kind of like the golden globes, but just blow it out. Like, I think part of the problem too, is that popular film is so, so nebulous. It's not, it's actually not specific enough. An animated film is like very easy to define you know <laughs> i'm not say, saying that's a necessarily a good category and i do think it hurts the chances of of animated films you know making it under that list but um but at least it's a at least it's clear <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know? honestly wouldn't mind if, if, if this if that's the like though again the because uh, neither, neither you nor i though we do decry this for being stupid and disrupting uh you know a, a tenuous sort of a historical record in the first place. Neither you or I is wedded to how the Oscars do business. Like, I, if they're gonna do this, like you said, go full bore and just throw right. it all in the garbage and start over. Like, yeah. that's that. You might as well. You might as well think of ways to quantify and discuss movies beyond just this is the best. This is not like this is the because because like you said, are we are we gonna do big and then are we gonna do popular and then indie and then you know and then but then one big catch all at the end. Like, I, I don't understand what it's gonna be unless we're going full genre and that's fine go full genre go nuts that, that would be interesting i'd rather see that than what they're doing right now yeah i'd, I'd rather see comedy films honored i'd yeah. rather see you know i'd rather that see would, a movie that like been a better comedy film would have been a better addition at this point than this popular shit you know yeah. I, I, even, though, even though again how do you define a comedy i don't care they never get nominated for anything like they right. actually have beef but like you, yes. like you just listed, popular films have no beef, but comedies yeah. have beef. Yeah. So I yeah. wish that that would have been something. I would have said, okay, that's neat, but nope, they didn't do that at all. So, well, yeah, it's, it's just... dumb. It's real dumb. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, it's all <laughs> all kinds of dumb. I think that's I think that's the the place to sort of sort of leave it. And uh, you know, <laughs> honestly, at this at this stage, part of me expects that this is going to get walked back. Um, because uh, like the fact that they haven't really defined it, you know, is interesting yeah. to me. It's sort of uh, they, didn't feel like they might they might you know licking their finger and holding it up in the air, and now they're gonna go ah just kidding, or maybe yeah. like or maybe we're gonna do it in twenty twenty one or something, you know, yeah. like they they delay it until then we all forget about it and then they never do it. I mean, I don't really think. Uh, by the way, I, to address your conspiracy theory, I don't I don't think I don't think the Mickey Mouse really gives a crap about this because they own about 70 percent of the movie business now so um so that really but they want matter. they want the oscars ratings to not fall so if they can if they can knock a few things out in one soup i'm sure it didn't i'm sure it crossed their mind this could be beneficial but i don't think this was a i doubt this was like a grand grand plan nah, on anybody i think it more nah. just, i think it's more just you know testing the waters yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, I the, the whole declining rating things is a whole like other discussion that we've had in the past, which is, and I think I wrote about this uh, last year around this time when I sort of talked about Wonder Woman not being there in there. I guess careful what you wish for, huh? Um, <laughs> is uh, is uh, is is the idea that just TV ratings in general, especially for live events like this, are going down across the board for anything like the NFL, uh, all that stuff. So like how much are they just sort of fighting a, a broader, a broader trend that can't really be, be conquered anyway. I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I just, it doesn't, it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like a very, um, 
very well thought out, very strategic play here, I guess is what I'll, no, what I'll not... say. Is my, my closing thought there. That, that puts <clears throat> a bow on it as well as anything, Andrew. So there you go. If you want to read more of our Oscar ramblings or listen to more of our Oscar ramblings, you can find them on inrealdeep.com. They might be buried a little bit because the Oscars were a little ways away. But if you go on there and search Academy Awards or Oscars, you'll find a bevy of Andrew and I complaining about this, that, and the other thing. So... Head to inrealdeep.com, check out everything we have up there. Though, as we joked about, it is the summer season and things are a little quiet, at least on the podcast front. There are plenty of reviews all over the place. I just reviewed Blind Spotting in 8th grade. Andrew reviewed The Incredibles 2 a little while ago. We got Mission Impossible Fallout. We got Ant-Man. We got plenty of reviews of a lot of hot summer movies, most of which... Uh, I really enjoyed, so go check those out. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. The In Real Deep podcast is available anywhere podcasts are delivered. So go there, check it out, write us a review, give us a download. We love to have you on board. And Andrew, I love to have you on board as well. Thanks for chatting with me and coming on and talking Oscars. Oh, yeah, and don't forget, people should sign up for our email listserv. Every, Every two weeks, we'll be sending out the best stuff right to your inbox you don't have to remember to come to our website we don't have to harass you on you know the email list service is a good good thing so sign up there's a big pop-up notification and a a form at the bottom of the all the pages on our website to sign up so there you go email newsletters will never die and we're in the game now so we'll we'll perpetuate them as long as we can direct marketing it's the way to go All right, everyone. Thank you so much for downloading. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll be seeing you further on up the road. Adios. 